The only thing I've paid attention to is that mouse that looks like uh, some sort of mint. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, got the, it's got the same texture as my bog brush holder. <laughs> So uh, it's been a little over a week now, hasn't it, since California streaming. And we won't mention the name of the song, which will just you know, remain in everyone's heads if we do, uh, that relates to. But um, yeah, a little over a week since they announced everything. And uh, what are your thoughts? Let's start with the iPhone 13, because I've got one arriving. Well, I shouldn't say that. I'll, that'll completely um, ruin the delivery times. But um, fingers you're, you're crossed. You're determined to mess yeah, this up, aren't you? Yeah, I am, unfortunately. Just by continually saying, oh, it's looking great, everything's looking fine. It's yeah. Not fine, is it? Probably not. <laughs> Although, that said, it, I, I checked the delivery thing this morning, and it's now saying tomorrow. So it's gone from saying Friday the 24th to tomorrow. So in my mind, Ooh. that means we're, we're bang on. And if that happens, it's saying that for both the I, iPad mini and the iPhone mini, if it... That happens. That's the first on-time Apple delivery I've had in about 18 months. You weren't planning on going to the coffee shop or out for a run tomorrow morning, were I'm you? I'm going for a very early run to get it out of the way, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not leaving. Basically, downstairs at our kitchen table, you can see the, the front door from the kitchen table if you open the blinds. I'm going to remain there for the entire day until it turns up. Um, <laughs> just because, it, it, like I say, it'll be the first time in 18 months they've been on time. Uh, but what about you? Are you going to order an iPhone 13 Pro? Uh, I don't think I am. Although they're, they're offering 450 quid trading hmm. on my Pro that I paid 300 quid for. So it's quite tempting. Yeah. Um, but, oh, is it enough? <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, if I were going to get one, I think I would... Although when we've talked about this in the past, hmm. I've generally been... I'm probably not going to upgrade. And then it sort of went from that to, if I did upgrade, I'd probably just get the normal one, to now I've seen the Pro. I'm thinking it's all about that ProMotion display, isn't it? It is, yeah. Which so, Well, for me, anyway, because I'm, re I'm really into that. You're, you're less bothered by that. You know, I'm not really into into high refresh rate displays, but I, I really enjoy them. So um, if I were going to get one, I would get a Pro. I like them. I do like the, the the promotion on the on the iPad Pro, but I don't really miss it that enough on the the um, iPad Air for for it to be a big deal. Really, um, it's nice. There's no getting away from it, and I'd love to have it on an iPhone. But yeah, it's not enough for me to go away from my iPhone Mini plans. Really, but yeah, I, I'm just interested to see if you if you change your mind over the next few weeks based on because that trading price is fantastic. They're, they're doing a really good job with that now, aren't they? Yeah, I mean the thing is, is that's not gonna, that's not going to stay that high for long. I wouldn't have thought. So I need to, uh, I need to have a good long think about it, and uh, yeah, make a make a decision. Because if I am an R about it, then it'll just keep, they'll keep ticking it down until it's mm. like two hundred and fifty quid or something, and then, and then I definitely won't bother. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. What what were your general thoughts on the on the thirteen? I. Th I thought it, well, it's, it's all iterative, isn't it? And I think if it weren't for the fact that they had to change the dimensions slightly to accommodate a larger battery to give their hour and a half plus additional, um, you know, runtime, hmm. it would have been a 12S, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. But but because it's got a different, it's got some slightly different dimensions. I think I think the pros are even a, like a millimetre taller or something. Hmm. I, haven't, I haven't looked into it extensively. I just know that they're, different enough that they're not going to fit in your old iPhone 12 case. 
No. Well, just, well, just because of the camera bump, if nothing else. I was going to say, that's huge, isn't it? I, I didn't realise quite how big it was until I, I was watching a few of the, uh, the reviews this week and then quite a lot of them were comparing the size of that camera bump to the, the 12, 12 Pro. And it's it's massive. It's not just um, the fact that it's, I think it's a bit deeper, but it's just bigger overall, isn't it? It's this huge slab of you know glass on the back of the phone. Yeah, so the the lenses are bigger, aren't they? Mm. And just the whole camera system has had a bit of a revamp. So, like, I think all of this, all of the sensors are bigger now, aren't they? They've got like bigger pixels. Yeah, and um, I think they've all got even the mini has got sensor shift, for, which you could only get on the Pro Max last year. Yeah. So every iPhone now has a camera that is as good as if not better probably because of the advanced you know advancements in computational photography and the better lenses and the bigger sensors than you could get on last year's flagship phone mm. which is pretty nice i think it's really good yeah yeah i'm, I'm glad that that's the case i'm also glad that you still get the the wide I, th- I think you got the wide angle on the the iphone 13 mini last year but um because that, that's pretty much the only other lens that i use fairly regularly on, on the 12 pro i didn't really want to lose that but yeah oh, yeah i don't know the, the the 3x telephoto on the pros looks quite nice though yeah yeah there is that isn't there it's tricky isn't it choosing between these <laughs> i think uh, i suppose it's probably worth me explaining why i've gone with the mini because i've you know it's the it's the phone which i never thought i'd buy really purely because i've always gone for for the larger phones um, although I, I've I've been put off by the the Max editions now for a couple of years, just because they're just so big, they're, they're, they're just very cumbersome in 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 my in my world really. But um, I just love the idea of this mini, this little phone, partly because I have the iPad Mini on the way as well, and we'll obviously we'll talk about that a bit later. But um, I, I kind of I sort of had to engineer a more interesting upgrade, if that's the right word, from the twelve to the to the thirteen, and. Going for the iPhone 13 Pro just didn't feel enough for me, whereas going for a completely different form factor feels more interesting. And I'm actually really excited about getting it. It's uh, it's, it's one of the first iPhones I've really been looking forward to for quite a while. I didn't really feel this way about the 12 Pro, weirdly. So it's, yeah, I'm looking forward to that delivery, hopefully tomorrow. Yeah, I do wonder how you'll get on with the battery life. I mean, I, okay, I mean, I understand that all of the iPhones now have an hour plus more battery life than the equivalent size did last year. But, you know, you're you're quite a heavy tech user. It's, you know, just in your in your general mm. line of work and also the fact that you're a tech YouTuber and so you're going to be absolutely hammering it, taking photos, testing the new macro capability, I'm sure. Of course. You, uh, you're well into the macro shots that's been creeping into your b-roll recently yeah it has been yeah i mean there is that Uh, i think there's there's two things that bother me about it one of them is the battery life um although i'm going to be testing that pretty comprehensively this weekend because the the first thing i'm going to do with the phone is take it for a hike up and down snowden in north wales so that's going to be very interesting to see how that copes Uh, obviously i will have my little brave it is isn't it yeah i I was in two minds whether or not to do it and i thought no this is the whole point of getting this phone uh you know i don't go hiking every weekend so it's not something that i do that regularly but you know i I do for example every year have a a trip to uh, the lakes which involves lots of walking and stuff so it'd be nice to know how it how it will fare there so yeah that's gonna be its first big test for that battery 
And are we going to see any uh, shot on iPhone 13 Mini A roll f- from the live <laughs> from the from the Lake District? Maybe, maybe that might that would be quite cool. It would be interesting. Wouldn't it? I'll, I'll definitely get some photos over the weekend though, because it's a it's a night hike as well. This one with Snowden, so there should be some interesting opportunities for for night night mode and that sort of stuff. But. Um, yeah, that's the one thing that does bother me is definitely the battery. And the other thing is the screen size, because although as much as I'm looking forward to this smaller sized phone, you know, it, it is quite a bit smaller. And I think I, you know, I recently listed my, my use cases for the iPhone, which although I, I, I don't think I'm that heavy a user, really, I, I use it fairly, fairly normally, I think, if that, if that makes sense. And um, again, I'll come on to the, the iPad mini a bit later, but it's it's going to be a, a kind of general purpose phone, so I'm, I'm, in theory, it shouldn't matter how big that screen is. And the idea of being able to more easily put it in a pocket or you know, go running with it, etc., is far more appealing than than having a bigger screen. So, but I don't know until I get it in my hands and start using it. I, I really don't know. It'll be it'll be very interesting. Be interesting to see what sort of given that you're going on a night hike. That's interesting. Why why is it at night? I mean, I, I generally, if I'm going to be climbing up treacherous terrain. <laughs> I like to be able to see. <laughs> it's um, well, it's actually a charity hike. So this, this was supposed to happen last year, just before lockdown and before the pandemic, and obviously that uh, that cancelled it. So it's been rescheduled. But yeah, it's it's a it's a charity hike for for Mind, and um, that for whatever reason they've chosen to do it at night for some reason. I, I think the idea really because we set off at about midnight, and the idea is that you get to the the, the peak for, for for sunrise. I think so. Sounds like oh. quite quite a nice way of doing it. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, we'll have to get some spectacular photos then. I'm hoping so. Yeah, it's going to be I mean, a really that, good that, test for him. That photo of Machu Picchu I posted hmm. the other day. I took that. That was at, uh, at sunrise. Oh, was it? That, that, was, that was taken on an NEX five. Right. Okay. It's, uh, quite a while ago. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lovely, <laughs> lovely photo. Very jealous of that one. Um, but yeah, so that, that's that's why I'm going for it. And uh, again, it, it could be a, a huge mistake or it could be one of the best decisions I've made in terms of my, my daily carry. And it's nice that it starts 128 gig now as well. That's that was a that is, nice that's a real that is a real, really nice addition. Because they don't often do that, do they? No. No. Although which one is it? One of the devices still starts at sixty four. I think the, it's the, uh, iPad the, mini. the Air Four. Is it the Mini starts? The at Mini 64? starts at sixty four. Yeah. Why? I Why would you do that? This is where Apple annoy me. I, I quite often refer to them as being obnoxious, and that's to me that's an obnoxious decision because, like you say, what there's no reason not to give the, the Mini the, the iPad Mini one hundred twenty eight gig as well for starters. Just, you know, doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, so you know you've got your lovely 128 gig iPhone 13, and you're going to put all of your apps and all your photos, and you want everything to sync to your iPad Mini, yeah. and you've got half the space. <laughs> exactly, it's not going to work, is it? It's not, so is it? that's kind of annoying. And then the next step up, you can't, you know, fair enough if it started at 64 and you could bump it up to 128 so that everything was the same, mm. which I guess. Most people aren't going to care about, but if you're as OCD as I am, I want I want them all to have the same. <laughs> um, and the next step up is 256. Yeah, it's illogical, isn't it? So that's 
annoying. It's USB-C, though, so they get brownie points for that. They do, yeah, because the, the iPhone's still lightning, which we all... Well, it, it was either going to be lightning or no port, wasn't it? It was, it was going to go one of those two ways. It, it wasn't going to get USB-C. I, I was thinking about this earlier. I'm not quite as... I don't get quite as angry about lightning on the phone. And the main reason for that is because I think, a bit like you, I don't tend to charge it via anything other than... Um, you know, attaching it to a, a puck or, a, or some other form of um, magnetic charger at the moment. But uh, yeah, I'm, I am fed up with lightning. It's I'll tell you where, where it's most annoying is on the iPad 8th generation. Obviously, they launched the, the 9th generation uh, last week and th- that still has lightning. And I use that iPad quite a lot, more than I thought I would. But I don't use it as much as I would if it had USB-C because charging this thing is just annoying. I don't really have a, a lightning charger ever to hand. It's it's always plugged into the kitchen wall, you know, or, or what have you. So it's it's just an annoying thing to charge. But yeah, it's yeah, we we're, we're never going to see USB-C on the on the phone, are we? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to think what else there was about the iPhone 13, smaller I mean, on, on the on the camera front. Um one thing that sort of piqued my interest was the photographic styles i missed this yeah i saw you put this in the, in the show uh, outline what what is this so what it, so you know like you, you i imagine you've probably got like lightroom presets and stuff so you take your photos and you've got like a a mark ellis flavor perhaps for you know youtube thumbnails where the contrast and saturation is cranked right up and then you've got like normal photos that uh you know you, you sort of have a if you like to edit photos, you do so on a regular basis, you've probably got presets for particular looks that you're trying to achieve. I don't because I'm stupid, but yeah, you, you should oh, right. do that. You absolutely <laughs> should do that, yeah. yeah. Well, this is that, basically. So, right. you know, people are kind of... Uh, the iPhones have always tended to be on produce photos that were on the warmer side and mm. a bit more natural looking. And when you look at them side by side with a photo taken on a Samsung or a Pixel phone... The Pixel photos are much punchier. The Samsung photos are much more saturated. They've got a they've got a feel and they've got, they've got a flavour. Mm. Um, and historically, if you wanted to achieve that kind of look on an iPhone, you'd have to save it out as a RAW and then edit it in post. Yeah. What this photographic styles feature allows you to do is set up your flavour and then have it apply to all of the photos that you take. So if you prefer a Samsung-like look or a Pixel-like look. They haven't called the the styles <laughs> Galaxy <laughs> oh, or, uh, had. or or, or uh, you know Pixel, but that's, I think that's basically what it is: is to allow you to uh, by default change the computer. And it's important to note that these are not filters in the traditional sense, and they're not sort of filters either. They're kind of like uh, uh, not, not filters. They're not, they're not filters, and they're not presets. But they they actually alter the computational photography pipeline. So all of that AI that's going into identifying what's in the scene is it a person? Is it an animal? Is it a tree? Is it you know? Mm. And it it the the way their pipeline works is it will apply different effects to different areas of the photo depending on what it thinks it is. Oh, is this a, is is that sky? Okay, we're going to do that to it. Is this a face? Well, we're going to pay particular attention to the skin tones. So yeah, you can change the default character of the computational photography engine to suit your tastes which is quite nice yeah that's a great idea i i love the google look uh, I, I love the photos that the pixel takes 
And Samsung, like you say, a lot of people like it just because they, they're very punchy, aren't they? They kind of whack up the contrast and the saturation and what have you. So, yeah, that's quite really, a, I, I, really I completely pops. missed this. Yeah, exactly. I totally missed this in the in the the, um, the announcement though, because it, it wasn't on stage, was it? I think it was it just kind of hidden away in the. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it was. How oh, was it? Oh. It's one. It's one of the things that they mentioned when they were talking about it. Um, but the 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 only the only sort of fly in the ointment is that the that because it because it takes place during the computational photography pipeline, you can't use it and raw. Right. Okay. So whatever style you've chosen, if you then, after the fact, decide you want to change it, I mean, you, you still can to some degree, but you wouldn't have the same degree of control as you would with RAW. So that's just mm. one caveat, one thing you need to watch out for, is if you're the kind of person that really likes to get in the weeds and, and dig around you know, with your, with your RAW photos, then uh, photography, what was it? photographic styles is the name of the feature. It's probably not the one for you yeah. if you... Uh, if you're really into editing your photos but i think for most people most of the time if you just want to make your iphone photos look a bit more samsung or google then it's a winner you can do it yeah i suppose the people who do want raw probably aren't going to want any sort of style placed on top anyway are they they're going to want the most I, sort of i yeah. think that's i think that's apple's reasoning yeah makes sense oh, interesting i'll have a, have a play with that when i want to get mine it'd be quite interesting um, I mean, the other thing about the the camera system is the the sensor shift. You mm. know, the, the the optical image stabilization that was previously only available on the twelve Pro Max and is now on all of them. There was a bit of a hoo ha. I don't know if you read or saw anything about this. Where if you mount your iPhone twelve Pro Max to a motorcycle, it kind of messes up the image stabilization permanently. I think I think it's, it's actually bad for it. Oh wow! They've okay. had to the Apple have issued a guidance saying you know you need to use some sort of damping mount if you want to shoot video on your motorbike right so i wonder if that's now going to be a wider problem because you know not everyone is going to have bought a 12 pro max but now you've got this technology and all of them have they improved it to be a bit more resilient to vibrations they probably haven't i'd guess it must it must be more than motorbikes it's probably the same thing with uh, you know push bikes i would have thought as well if you, if you go mountain biking with your your phone for example does that break it I, I, I've only read about motorcycles, and I guess that's probably the sort of co the, the continual vibration, which yeah. is going to be less pronounced and less consistent on a push bike, isn't True. it? I guess it would be. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I'm not, I'm not a, a motorbikist, but um, yeah, did not know that. But yeah, it's great they've they've put that in the whole line now. That's that's it's very un-Apple like this. They seem to be kind of democratizing the the camera features because I, I remember when you had to get the the most expensive iPhone to get the best camera. That isn't really well, the case. Well, it's still though, is the it? case. It's still so the Pro and well, I mean the the Pro and the Pro Max now have the same camera system, mm. but it is still better because the the, the lenses are higher quality, lower aperture, um, and all that jazz. So yeah, there is still a compelling reason if you're really into photography to go for the Pro over the regular one. But it is nice that you can get twelve Pro Max quality photos out of the Mini now. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I think the only thing is now nowadays that the the, the if, you know, inverted commas basic uh, camera system that you get with the iPhone is so good because of all those kind of handed down features and the computational stuff that yeah, you, you've got to be, you've got to be really into your smartphone photography to want to to want to upgrade. I think it's um, yeah, which kind of brings us on to cinematic mode, which I think is on across the whole line, isn't it? That that works on on all the on all the thirteens. Which well, is yeah, the, as, well, so as a professional videographer, 
What did you think about that? I think it's it's really smart. So this is uh, what's known as rack focus, which happens all the time. I'm a real geek about this and to the point where I, I, I find myself looking for rack focus techniques more than I do actually enjoying films and TV these days. It's um, I need to sort myself out really. But it's um, for anyone, anyone that doesn't know, it's the, the, the technique of shifting focus from a foreground subject to a one in the background or, or vice versa um and it's quite a quite a skill actually it's something which is made much easier with you know autofocus and all that kind of stuff but certainly in, in the world of film and and tv it's still something that's pretty much manual and they even have people called fo- focus pullers to, to do it it's a whole kind of um career choice if you want to go down that, down that route so to have this in the iphone and the way it does it is just it's just stunning the, the, the way they, they've done this computationally because it can be done in post as well because it's all you know it's it's kind of not it's not done by the lens it's um you know you, you can film and then go back and edit and put the focus rack in after the event which is it's unheard of you can't do that with with any other camera well you know uh, I, I dispute that okay so yeah i mean they they, they, they painted it as a uh, an apple first didn't they mm. but a couple of years back there was uh, a nokia the Nokia, I think it's called like PureView 9 or something. It had a, a horrendous looking back because it had seven lenses on it. it you know, I don't know. Have you ever heard of, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I've never heard it said out loud, so it's probably wrong. But uh, like, it's a trypophobia. Okay. It's just kind of like gives you an icky feeling if, if you see something that's got lots of holes. So you think something like a, <laughs> a, a poppy head hmm. or a, uh, or a, cr- a crumpet. For some people, that produces a really strong negative emotional response. Like some people don't like seeing spiders. It's mm. kind of it's that visceral. You ever heard of this trip? I've not heard of it, but I can I can I kind of understand it. I don't have it myself, but yeah, I can I can. I can well, I'll I'll send you some some <laughs> trypophobia triggering images. And well, I'm pretty you. sure you'll feel pretty grim afterwards. I'll sleep but, well tonight. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it's called the, I think it was the Nokia Nine PureView, and it had this camera system developed by a company called Light, who were really into this. Um, you know uh, this notion of being able to change the, the the focal point after the fact, so you could do it on that, okay. and that was a phone. And I mean, you was... can't get it now, so I guess it kind of their claim or oh, there is no phone. You you can't buy a phone that does this. Well, because you can't, because it was a couple of years ago, yeah. and it was a t- terrible phone. But it did do that. And there was another company, actually. It wasn't a phone, but it was a really interesting device from a company called Lytro. I don't mm. know if you ever saw this. It was a good eight years, eight, ten years ago. Um, and they developed what's called like a light field camera, and that did the same thing. You could you could take your 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 shoot your content, videos, photo, whatever, um, and then after the fact, change what was in focus. Mm. But both of those companies failed. So I, I, I can only assume that it's not something that anyone really needs or wants. But it, it certainly <laughs> was a cool demo. Well, um, I think they were ahead of their time, weren't they, clearly? I mean, I, I'd never heard of either of those things. I, I vaguely remember that Nokia. Now you've said it. Now you've said about all the, the lenses on the back of it. But, yeah, it, it, certainly the, the other one, like, yeah, no recollection of that at all. And I think the reason Apple have done it now is because so many people are creating you uh, uh, video content it's it's such a it's such a what's the best way of putting this Every, everyone is now a filmmaker or a, a youtuber or a content creator you know whether or not it's actually you know properly creating content for youtube or if it's just doing tiktok videos and yeah I, I, the, the more of these kind of cinematic 
uh, again, inverted commas, uh, features they add, the better, really. And, and the more, I, I suppose, appropriate it is for the current market and for what people are doing with their phones now. Um, yeah, I, was gonna, I, I fully appreciate it. I mean, t- two weeks hence, it's going to be all over Instagram and TikTok, isn't it? But I'm not sure yeah. it's anything I would use. No, not really. I, mean, I won't personally use it on the phone myself because I, I use you know, big cameras and stuff. But th- there, there is well, one. Well, I mean, it's no good for you anyway because it caps out at 1080p, 30fps. So, you know, unless you happen to delete your Final Cut project, as, <laughs> yeah. as I understand happens from time to time. Yeah, 1080p isn't going to cut the mustard, is it? It's not. That I couldn't. Well, I could believe it. I think that the fact that it does cap out at that reveals how difficult this stuff is. Clearly, there's obviously a reason they can't do it at 4K, whatever reason that might be. Um, I guess maybe we'll see that next year, perhaps in the in the iPhone 14, or maybe a bit later than that. But it's clearly very difficult to do this. To, to their standard and, and what have you, and, uh, that quality. So, but 1080p is just, obviously there's nothing wrong with 1080p. But if you if you want to use this as a as I say a content creator, or if you want to create little movies and things, then 4K has got it's so useful. And it's not just f- because of you know the image quality; it's because it gives you more pixels to play with. You can zoom in, you can crop, and do all sorts of things. So mm. yeah, I was a bit surprised by that, and the fact that it's only 30 frames per second means you can't. I mean, you wouldn't really want a slow motion focus racking, but it, it just limits the the, the the stuff you can do with it, really. Yeah, oh, I just I just remembered a useless piece of information. You know, Light, the the company that developed the camera system and the PureView Nine. Yeah, they pivoted into driverless car tech. So you know, they've got they've obviously got this really advanced camera engineering team. Yeah, um, and they are now building driverless car camera systems ah, okay. which is the future as we discussed in previous episodes we did interesting so you might want to look down say so if you're looking uh looking into the future of uh of transport they might be a company to look into maybe buying some shares in if you can i don't know i haven't looked into it <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, we should say we're not uh, financial advisors either so oh yeah, yeah. So the old caveat <laughs> we're not financial advisors don't listen to anything I say. No, or me, definitely not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else have we got? So smaller notch, yeah, can't really get excited about that. I, I think the notch is just the iPhone. It doesn't really bother me anymore. It did to begin with, mm. but what, what about you? Are, you? are you fussed about the notch? I, I don't even think about it anymore. I was more excited about was the that new Sierra Blue colour on the Pros. Mm. It's a lovely colour. It's nice, isn't it? It's really that's nice. That's the best colour this year for me. Yeah. You do sound like you're you're tempted. Oh, stop it! No, I'm not going to get one. <laughs> I'm going to get one, aren't I? You probably are. Next, next by the next show, I think you'll you'll have one. Um, promo. <laughs> we've been through promotion again. I, I I almost don't want to see it. I don't want to experience it because I'll, I'll then think, oh, I should have brought the pro. That that's how Apple are, how they get you. Um, but yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I kind of want. Although I'm tempted, I'm kind of te- I kind of want to not upgrade on principle because of the fact that last year's accessories are not compatible with it. Mm. That kind of irks me a bit. What irks me even more, actually, it's just jogged my memory, is the the new MagSafe wallet with which has got Find My capabilities. I just got one, didn't I, the other week to keep my metal debit card in, um, and it is not compatible with the Find My. So just in case anyone's not familiar with this. So this is where, so the new MagSafe wallets, at the point at which they detach from your phone, the Find My system will record the location of your phone so that later if you realise, oh, I've I've lost my wallet, you can go into Find My and it'll tell you, well, this is where it was when it was detached from the phone. And there's no reason at all 
that that shouldn't work with the existing ones because the phone already knows when the wallet is attached and detached and even knows what color it is, yeah. like the cases. Mm. So that's really irritating. See, I didn't know this. I didn't know there was a new version of the wallet because I bought mine probably about the same sort of time as you, I think. So is is it the fact that there's now a version two of the MagSafe wallet? Yeah, there's a version two of the MagSafe wallet that's got Find My built in. See, I, I missed that, and that is really annoying, like you say, because I, I didn't buy mine that long ago, and mine mine's the same as yours. It, it doesn't work with Find My. Um, iPad Mini. So I've got one of these arriving hopefully tomorrow, and I can't wait for it. I'm I'm really excited about it. What, what, what do you think about the Mini? Are, are you a Mini? You're not a Mini user, are you? You've got a you got the the Pro, haven't you? Yeah, so I've I've got the I'm I mean historically I've always had the big phone. So the phone that I had before my twelve my normal size twelve pro was the eight plus and I really liked that. Mm. And the obviously because of the edge to edge display on the twelves, it's actually got a larger display technically than that of the eight plus that I had before. But I have still found myself hankering for more screen. So I, yeah. I think if I if I do get, I'm going to get an iPhone 13, aren't I? I would get the Pro Max. I think I think I'd yep. go back to that larger size. And okay. I also, yes, yeah, so I'm the complete opposite of you because I've got, you know, I really enjoy using the 12 inch iPad, and you're going for the Mini. Mm. So yeah, no, I I really like the bigger displays. The bigger the better. I mean, my the monitor on my uh, that I use at my desk is a 34 inch ultra wide yeah, i'm all about the big big displays and it's probably because i'm very short-sighted like practically i there's a there's a scale i don't know if you you do need glasses eh? you, you, i do the, yeah the, the, my eyesight's yeah. not that bad but I, yeah i do i do wear them so my eyesight is like negative 6.5 plus yeah. in both eyes which apparently i'm some, i'm sure an optician at some point said you know if it gets even a little bit worse i'd be able to register as partially blind wow that's how bad my eyesight is crikey um so i think that's probably why <laughs> why i tend to gravitate towards the the bigger displays yeah well, that makes sense totally yeah i i think i i, I love the, the bigger ipads but i've i've wanted a, an ipad mini a new ipad mini for, for years because i had the second gen which i've still got down here somewhere which i haven't turned on for about four or five years but since then yeah i've not, I've not gone for for any any since really only only because i couldn't see the point with it being the same design and the big thing i wanted was that compatibility with the second generation pencil because i want I, I just love the idea and again i might change my mind once i've been using it for a while but i've got a very good feeling that i'll love the the, the ability to have, to have this very small tablet which works with the the best pencil you can get basically and acts as my my only note-taking device really because my notes are all over the place these days i really want to not but it might not be the best pencil you can get it may no for what reason um because of what was announced yesterday at the microsoft surface event yeah see i missed we this may, may not get onto that either later in this show or on the next show but yeah some interesting developments on the on the stylus front okay well, let's we'll, we'll, we'll hit that before we before we finish but um yeah i i, I i'm really looking forward to this mini i can't wait USB-C, uh, a15 as well which make, means it is quicker it's it's more powerful than the ipad air 4 i think mm. um again you know my thoughts on how powerful these ipads are but it's, it's nice to know it's going to be yeah it's got plenty of grunt under the under the hood um 
what else has it got? It's got the front-facing 12-megapixel camera, obviously, for that center stage thing, which I haven't tried yet. Have you tried that yet on, on iPadOS? Uh, no, because I don't have a recent enough iPad to do it. I don't, it doesn't work on the 2018 that I've got because it hasn't got the appropriate camera hardware. So it's, it's got uh, so the new the the one more recently released iPads have got this. Um, it's got like a 120 degree field of view, hasn't it? Which yep. the old ones didn't have. So I don't think it's wide enough to be able to to pull off that center stage malarkey. Mm. Uh, yeah. Which is a very cool effect, and as I first saw it on the Facebook portal devices, mm. and it, it is it does make a difference to sort of allowing you to have a more natural conversation without worrying uh, that you're sitting rigidly in one place. You know, yeah, because you, you, if you're sitting in front of a laptop or something, you you kind of get a bit you go a bit weird. You do, but, don't uh, you? With, yeah. when, when when you've got uh, a, a, you know effectively a, you know a, a virtual cameraman. Or woman, who is you know following you around the frame. It's uh, you can be you can have a much more sort of natural, free flowing conversation. So yeah, it's, it's a really nice feature. I think people, as people you know, come to upgrade their devices and they use it, I think they really enjoy it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying it. I don't do much FaceTime really, but it's yeah, that's the sort of thing which would be quite nice to have a play around with, definitely. Um, but one, one weird thing is that the volume buttons yeah. are now at the top. I mean, you've got the Touch ID in the power button, like the uh, like the Air, which is cool. Um, although I'm a, a huge fan of Face ID. I, I was a Face ID sceptic for years. That's why I held on to my 8 Plus. But now I've had it on both the iPad Pro and the iPhone 12 Pro. It's so convenient. I just I can't imagine going back to Touch ID now. But yeah, yeah. no, the, those volume buttons on the top. What's all that about? Why have they done that? That threw me a bit. I, I saw that on a, a review. I think it was um, MKBHD's review. He he was the only person that picked up on it actually. That I, of, of the re- reviews that I watched, and he's put, he he thinks it's because the Apple Pencil obviously has to attach to the right hand side, which is traditionally where the volume would be, or the volume rockers would be. And because that's there, there's no room for it, so they put it on the top. I don't well, know why not they on the, not on the iPhone though. Uh, that's true. It's on the left, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know why they didn't just switch sides. That might have made more sense, possibly. But there must there must be a, a technical reason for it. Maybe there's perhaps no room inside for the for the volume on the left. I don't know. But yeah, the reason it's not on the right is because of that uh, magnetic um, charging yeah, bit. Okay. That that does make sense. Although I've got uh, I've got uh, an issue with iPad volume buttons generally. Okay, and that is. That if you're looking at if you if you're holding the iPad in portrait, the volume buttons are make sense because to raise the volume you press the one at the top, and to decrease the volume you press the one on the bottom. But if you then turn the device landscape, what you want is the one on the left, which was the one on the top, to reduce the volume, and the one on the right to increase the volume. But it doesn't, and I get it wrong every time. <laughs> Is it just me? No, now you've said that, I think I do the same thing, but I don't, I don't think I've kind of registered that it's annoying. But now I, now I will every time. Yeah, um, yeah that's You're a really good point. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, why, don't, why can't they give us the option to, to change that, to, to, to automatically switch the, the up and down buttons depending on whether you're looking at it in portrait or landscape it I just I get it wrong every time I don't know I don't know what's wrong with me but yeah I can't can't get my head around that have you um, have you filed a, a feature request I haven't actually Perhaps maybe I will yeah be the only one that comes comes through <laughs> one request <laughs> um 
Yeah, that's going to annoy me now, isn't it? I think you've, you've done that for me now as well. Uh, new stereo speaker system in landscape. Uh, what's that? Because the speakers, I think, are on the top of the, the iPad, aren't they? The iPad mini. Or have I got that wrong? I think they're, well, they've, they're at the top and the bottom. So, you know, like on the, the iPad Pro, if you're looking in uh, in landscape, you get that sort of really wide stereo, stereo sound field. Yes, yep. You kind of you get that on the mini now because it's okay, just cool. a shrunk in the wash iPad Pro, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, nice. Okay. Do you think the 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 new the strange new colours? You got purple, pink, your traditional space grey, and then what I've decided to call space beige. <laughs> what, what's this official? There's starlight. It's isn't starlight. It? Yeah, uh, they are a bit weird. Or 1970s station wagon. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a really weird colour, isn't it? Really strange, yeah. To the point where I panicked a bit when when I I think I ordered the what did I order first? Was it the iPhone? It must have been no, it, it was the iPad. Sorry, I, I ordered the iPad first, and I got to the color choice, and I, it was the first time I'd looked at it and thought I've got no idea which one to choose. All I knew is that I didn't want space grey because I'm a bit bored of that now. I wanted something slightly different, but that does leave you with pink, purple, or something called starlight, and. I didn't want pink, I didn't want purple, which left me with this starlight thing, which I had no idea what it was. And I spent, because I was conscious that I needed to get the order in, I didn't want to miss the, the pre-order. And it, I, I spent a good five or ten minutes trying to find fo- proper photos of the starlight colour. Because on, on the Apple's website, there's not, it, oddly, there's not any kind of... Um, single product shots or that I, that I could find anyway of those individual colors they're all like kind of like stacked against each other so you couldn't really get a good feel for what it looked like and i just went for starlight in the end because I, I think from the sounds of it it's it's a bit of a cross between white and gold or something um but yeah god knows what it's going to look like when it turns up yeah it's it's very retro it's it's it's, it's from a very 70s palette i think which is not a bad thing it was just no. It stuck. It, it just uh, you know it, it it popped out to me as like okay, yeah. that's different. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what it looks like. I think it's probably the best of a like you say of a bit of a bit of an odd choice really when it comes to colours. But there you go. And um, yeah, but the last thing we've got on the list here is the 8.3 percent screen. Uh, sorry, 8.3 inch screen size, which is slightly bigger than the the original iPad Mini, isn't it? But, but within the same sort of broad footprint yeah. isn't it so it's the same size roughly as the old one but you've got bigger screen because of the smaller bezel so that's yeah that's nice it's nice yeah so I, I will update once it arrives i'm going to do a again i keep um put my foot in it with this but if they arrive tomorrow i will be doing a unboxing and first impressions review so we'll see what we yeah. what we think after then i'm genuinely looking forward to finding out or you know to hearing how you get on with this sort of ultra portable um you know miniature apple set up i think uh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be interested to hear how you get on with that it's going one or two ways robert it's either going to be an absolute disaster or the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> there'll be no middle ground <laughs> um what can we say about the base ipad so the, the ninth generation uh obviously i mentioned this earlier i do have one here i have the eighth generation which isn't that much different and it's a it's a great ipad i think i think for education for anyone who just isn't bothered about the latest thing it's um it's great it's fantastic uh, it does still have lightning which yeah, that's a shame yeah like i mentioned earlier it's a pain in the in the backside um but it does you get double the storage which is yeah i'll take that over usbc i think you yeah, double double the storage and 
True Tone. Yes. Which was quite nice. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that was probably one of the last devices not to have that, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And centre stage. So it's got that 12 megapixel wide wide angle um, front camera, hasn't it, as well? Which is also very nice. Really nice, yeah. So, yeah, so I think pretty much it... Oh no! I was going to say everything's got a good webcam in it, but like the iMac still is. is I mean, it's it's ten eighty p now, isn't mm. it? The new iMac. It is, yeah, at least. It's, which is yeah. So yeah. So no. So everything has a, a slightly less terrible front facing camera than than we've been given in the past. So that's nice. Be interesting to be interesting to see what comes on the new MacBooks. It will be if they arrive, definitely. So yeah, no. So that, the, the base i the base iPad for the money. Is fantastic, isn't it? It's got an A13 in there, which is sort of the equivalent of a iPhone 11 sort of era, isn't it? Which is still yep. plenty fast enough. So yes, yeah, so it's going to be nippier. You've got the upgraded camera. You've got the True Tone, double the storage for the same price. Nice bit of kit. Oh, it's, and, it, and it's you know well since the eighth generation, or was, no, it's been quite a while actually. Maybe even the seventh generation. I think it's had Apple Pencil support. It has, yeah, yeah. And you can so, you compare it with their keyboards as well, so you can turn it into like a little little mini laptop if you want to it's it's great it's no, no, but only the only the rubbery one though not the magic true. one you can't yeah that's a good point yeah you can't use the uh the trackpad one can you but i think it's a fantastic ipad i, I think also it's their most popular isn't it they, they mentioned that during the the keynote that it's a it's their most popular ipad at the moment um right that brings us on to the watch the apple watch series 7 now i wrote about this because I, I watched um john prosser's reaction to his complete and utter you know putting his foot in it with the with the rumors uh video and i'd i i kind of when it comes to john prosser i i admire his sort of tenacity and he has created a quite an interesting channel it's it's a, it's very kind of um tongue-in-cheek and it's it's not everyone's cup of tea and i don't like all of his videos but i i quite enjoyed the one where he kind of went into what he thinks is the reason that the Apple Watch Series 7 looks nothing like any of the rumours that were, or the rumoured uh, renders that were popping up leading up to it, and uh, why he thinks that all, you know, all of the leakers and people like Mark Gurman were were kind of mis, misfooted by this. Uh, I really enjoyed the, the video, and but again, like everything he does, it's very much um, like Marmite. You're either going to love it or hate it. Um, I'm interested, what, what are your thoughts on this? I suppose very quickly for, for the uninitiated, that the um, John Prosser's point with this was that the <clears throat> leading up to the the event, there were all these kind of rumored images of a much flatter design, a kind of iPad Pro like flat edged um, new Apple Watch that was on the way, and it wasn't just him; it was it, it, all of the normal people who, who leaked this stuff were saying the same thing. And his point with the fact that it looked nothing like that was that Apple had to, at the last minute, change their Tact for whatever reason related, relating to some kind of big issue in production and go for this more mild upgrade upgrade from the series six and that's yeah that was his point really uh, what, what 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 are your thoughts on it uh, well from my point of view i'm happy that the design hasn't changed too much because it means that my watch band collection is safe for another generation of course yeah yeah because <laughs> i was mildly concerned that the, the the redesign would cause old bands to you know, not fit exactly, and thus aggravate my OCD. Um, so that's so it's, that's not the case. So that's kind of good, and I I quite like 
I quite like the the, the the new subtle changes. It's a bit rounder, isn't it? Um, yeah. The screen's a bit bigger, smaller bezels. It charges faster. I think it charges to eighty percent in half an hour or something, forty-five minutes, and like you only need to charge it for eight minutes to give give it enough juice to do your sleep tracking overnight, which mm. is very. I don't know if you're into the whole quantified self thing, but I. I measure everything. I'm just. I want to capture data on all the things, and sleep is one of those things. Yeah. So that's quite good. Um, but uh, what else was there that was quite interesting? Oh, because it's got this bigger screen. It's got like an on-screen keyboard now. Yeah. So you can only get that on the seven because of the so you need the bigger display to do that. Mm. Um, and the bigger display has got. It, uh, I think I saw a post somewhere. I forget where that pointed out that the resolution of the Apple Watch is now higher than the original iPhone, <laughs> which is pretty bonkers. It is, isn't it? Yeah, crazy. Um, but yeah, so you, know, you get a proper on-screen keyboard, which is really nice, and you, you can either you know tap in the traditional way or you can do the swipey business, and mm. uh, that looks quite good. I remain to be convinced how usable that is, but yeah, the, the demos of it look quite quite good, didn't they? Um, and then there's the fact that the puck's now USB-C. Yeah. So that's uh, a very welcome change. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, who's, who's to say why the why the leakers, why the rumours were so wrong? We don't know. We'll, we'll never know, will we? Because, obviously, if, if, there was a, if there was a disaster behind the scenes, Apple are never going to let on to the fact, are they? But, um, nah. yeah, it's the, the whole rumour thing is, a, is in complete disarray, I think, really. I, I think it's probably a mixture of, you know, maybe maybe that happened, who knows. But also, I think Apple are, are tightening things up quite significantly. So it's, it's very difficult to trust anything that comes out of people like John Prosser's mouth. But, um yeah, well, I mean, the, what what is curious, and what what sort of maybe lends some degree of credibility to that theory that they had to pull the new design due to some sort of manufacturing yield issue, mm. is that you can't order it yet. It's coming later this fall, so maybe it is a last minute revision, and they've just uh, they mocked it up for the presentation. And in actual fact, that this is one of my thoughts about this presentation is that. And this has not got anything to do with what was demonstrated because I know there are a lot of people and I go, you know, it was all iterative. I really liked a lot of the things that they had to say. Mm. But I thought overall that the it wasn't as slick as either WWDC or the Spring Loaded event. I know what you mean by that. Yeah. There, there were certain things, weren't there, that felt a little bit... It felt a bit rushed to me. They, they were really rattling mm. through things, which is fine. I've got no problem with that. In fact, I, I quite enjoy it when, they, when they, they, they don't hang around too much. But it was almost a bit too rushed. And there was something wrong with that, with the watch part of it. Um, I think John Prosser, he, he pointed out the, the cut between, I think they, they'd just finished the iPad mini section and then they went straight to the, to the um, Apple Watch. And there was this odd, very kind of, amateurish cut from you know that went from tim standing in the middle of the stage to being suddenly on the right hand side uh, there was no transition and they didn't with, with hindsight if you look at the the whole bit with uh, i forgot is it is it jeff williams who did the the um the presentation part of that i think it was whoever it was that did that part of it anyway on on the on that cliff edge um there was something about that which didn't seem there wasn't quite as much effort put into it as there was for the for the other elements of the of the um of the presentation so something I, I, right. I wasn't i wasn't 
talking specifically about the Apple Watch section, although I do agree with what everything that you've said, I felt that the whole, the whole thing, thing was yeah. not as polished. I agree, yeah. As early. And I think I don't know whether maybe it's just timing because it would have come just after the sort of traditional annual holiday season. So I guess maybe lots of people were on holiday and mm. and and if there were last minute changes then that would have had to be, you know, worked through very quickly. But yeah, I just overall after having for the last two events we've talked about how fun these video keynotes were and how slick and polished yeah. they were and then this one it wasn't quite up to scratch it was you know it's a bit like last year's john lewis christmas ad <laughs> like the first few were amazing and yeah. then they sort of got progressively less compelling it's like they're getting slightly bored of it yeah although one thing i did notice i don't know if you've had a look at this is uh, about the 42 minute mark yeah, okay there is a suspiciously large imac in the lab while we're talking, I'm going to have a look at this because I, I, I remember you mentioned this on the, on the Discord server and I didn't have time at that point to look at it. So while we're talking, I'm going to have a look. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's around the 42-minute mark, maybe 42 minutes and 18 seconds, I think. Okay. There's a panning shot. You know, they, they always do this sort of like the camera's going through the floor, then it goes down into their lab. Yep. And on the left hand of the frame, you've got a pro display xdr which we know is 32 inches and then on the right of the display on the right of the frame you've got a a new style a new design of you know an imac that follows the the current design language and on that same desk there's also a 15 inch macbook pro and a 13 inch macbook of some sort that you i can't tell what it is because i can only see the lid Mm. but it does look Suspiciously Suspicious. large compared to the to the other devices to which you can compare. Interesting. I'm just trying to find the bit you mean because 42 minutes is um, it's the iPhone 13 performance section. Let's have a look. Yeah, so I think I think that is. Ah, here we go. Right. I, I'm, yeah, this is incredibly exciting for anyone. Well, everyone <laughs> who's listening to this. Um, but yeah, so we're going to the lab now. So where where am I looking for? Is it on? Oh, okay. Is it the one to the right-hand side of yeah. the frame? There's got like a there's a there's like a some sort of logic board or something in front of it. Yeah, that's the one. I think. Hmm, interesting. And, uh, so I mean, obviously, you you've got the twenty-four inch. Do you reckon that's the twenty-four? Do you reckon it's a? I I couldn't decide whether it was. It looked big because of the comedically wide angle lens that they're using it's almost definitely the wide angle lens i think if you yeah i I think it is it is pretty wide Uh, and if whenever you place anything near the edge of the frame it looks bigger there's certain uh, photos i've taken for thumbnails and and blog images where there's perhaps been a a, an ipad or or a screen or something to the left or right hand side and they always look bigger um i yeah Good spot, but I think that is just a 24-inch iMac. I don't know about you, but with, with these kind of lab uh, pieces of footage they have, I, I always wonder, if they, is this actually a lab or is it a, just a set? What do you reckon? I think it probably is. I uh, think... The proper I, lab. I think, bearing in mind how much they spent on their spaceship campus and how meticulous they are about everything. I mean, even even like the things that you see in their day-to-day business so i watched a video about a guy who posted an air tag to tim cook to see if he could track it (laughs) brilliant and he did make it all the way there and obviously 
Tim didn't respond personally, but someone from his office did. Mm. And just the the stationery that they used, like the envelope and the letter-headed paper and like the Apple logo was embossed, and it was all just way, just totally over the top, as you would expect <laughs> from Apple. So I, I think they're, I think they really do practice what they preach. You know, there's, it's mm. not all spiel on their uh, on their presentations and stuff. I, th- I when I say I've, I've never been to an Apple office, I don't I don't work for them. I don't know anyone that does. Maybe their offices are crap, but I who knows? <laughs> I I believe them. I believe I don't think that these these are. I mean, I, I imagine that they they probably run the Hoover round before they start filming. <laughs> yeah. I think that is pretty much what they're what their building looks like. I've also noticed on that footage as well, again, anyone who's listened to this will just have to go and check it out, but just if you look to the left-hand side, there's like the wall, there's like a, a whiteboard, and just behind that whiteboard, there's a rack of um, rackable Mac Pros, and there must be, oh, we've got one, two, three, four, there's about 20 Mac Pros there. Um, yeah, they're not using all of those. They're not using those, it's like... They? Uh, like when you see shots of ACDC on stage and they've got like a <laughs> thousand Marshall Marshalls amps all stacked. Like they're not using all of those, are they? Of they're not. There's even some blue lights like, beneath it which look a little bit like some sort of Death Star type um, <laughs> LEDs flashing. Amazing. Um, that's most of the stuff from the event, I think, really, Rob, isn't it? I know we had the, obviously, iPad OS and iOS 15 and Watch OS 8 have been released and are all now mm. there. We've talked about focus modes briefly. Um is my favorite well, well actually one thing that we do need to mention about focus modes which uh cyperion on the uh discord server pointed out so they were setting up their focus modes and they were like well i've got apps you know on the focus mode you can set a particular screen of apps so you yes. might want to have you might want to show different apps for your work focus setting versus your personal so you know you're not going to have tiktok on your work um and you know conversely you're probably not going to want to have webex or zoom or whatever on your Mm. personal but uh they they were struggling with well what if i've got an app that i actually do want to use in both contexts like phone (laughs) or messages you know (laughs) whatever context i'm in yeah yeah. i probably want to be able to access those apps it turns out you can swipe all the way over to the app drawer and you can drag icons into um home screen pages more than once you could have a whole page all of the same icon if you wanted to which i didn't know you could do previously so there so they they discovered that i had no idea you could do that either it's it's brilliant isn't it so yeah hat tip to cyperion although they've they've changed their name and they're dean not david now yeah dean not david slash cyperion thank you very much (laughs) that was a nice nice little tip um we're pretty much out of time but it's very i want to know very quickly we'll we'll, we'll perhaps talk about the microsoft surface event on the next episode but the i think we should there's some interesting stuff in there there's a lot of stuff there i mean firstly i need to watch it because i haven't done that but um but you did mention briefly earlier the something to do with the stylus related stuff pen related stuff what what was that so they've released um, what they're what they're calling the Surface Slim Pen Two, I think, and that's their equivalent Apple Pencil. But the interesting thing about this is it's got like a custom developed haptic setup in it, you know, chip and mechanics that simulate the feeling of a pen on paper. So as you're writing on the screen, it kind of makes it feel rough okay which is pretty wacky yeah. so yeah and and the, the new surfaces have got 120 hertz refresh rate so there's very low latency so it'd be interesting to see how this new surface pen compares with the apple pencil 2 it may not hmm. be the king of styluses 
Yeah, I, I, that, I like the sound of that. That's the, uh, one thing that bothers me about the pencil, the Apple pencil, is that it's, it, yeah, it, it doesn't feel like a pen at all, really. It's just, um, it, it lacks that tactile feel. So, yeah, the idea of having something mimic mimic the uh, regular pen, I like the sound of that. Have you not, not got involved with the paper-like films you can get? No, I can't bring myself to do it. I don't know why. I, I don't ever put anything on, on screens. I've never had screen protectors or anything like that, which is kind of what this is, isn't it? No, not really. I, I'd, I'd rather have something like what you've just described with, with what Microsoft have, have done. So, uh, Yeah, I mean, that, that is very cool. I mean, if you're planning on using your Mini primarily as a note-taking device and taking advantage of the new things like the Quick Notes which is another really cool thing in the yep. new operating systems, isn't it? Is the ability to swipe up from yes. the bottom right-hand corner and just scribble down some notes and it'll all be stored in your iCloud and all that. Um, it might be worth just trying one out. Or maybe reaching out to yeah. Paperlike or one of the various equivalents and seeing if they'll send you one. Yeah, well, if anyone's listening and they want to sponsor our podcast and uh, send <laughs> us a couple of um, Paperlikes, then they're more than welcome to. Um, so yeah. I, I, I use one, not Paperlike, um, because I'm cheap. Uh, I got a knockoff from ESR, um, and I really like it. Okay, interesting. Perhaps I because it does wear the tip of your pencil down faster than it would otherwise, obviously, because it's a, a rough surface. But mm. I haven't had to replace a tip yet. So. Hmm. Perhaps I'll try that. I'll give that a go. And when it when it arrives, definitely tomorrow. But, uh, well, did we, did we mention their their wacky recycled mouse? That was the other thing. Oh that yeah, we, to, we do need to mention because that's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I, I briefly looked at the, the um, although I didn't watch the event yesterday. I very briefly looked at the, the the product page, and that that was the main thing that jumped out because I thought it looked like this kind of weird sort of mint type uh, surface. But it so it's it, it's recycled. Is that is that what it looks like? It does. Yeah, so it's called the Microsoft Ocean Plastic Mouse, and it is made out of, to some degree, there's there's new materials in it as well, but they've made a concerted effort to put in re- re- plastic, recycled plastic that has been reclaimed from the sea. Wow. Which is uh, a super cool, environmentally conscious move, I think. It really is, yeah. That, that beats Apple, doesn't it? Because Apple are obviously big on their, their green stuff, but they don't, they've never really completely pitched a product although they did actually didn't they there's something they announced last week what was it that was oh i think it was removing single-use plastics from their packaging so they won't come in a cellophane wrap anymore there was that but there was something else there is something on i think it's the phone it's the antenna band or something that uses recycled plastic oh, bottles quite right yeah, i forgot about that yeah that's, yeah that's true yeah the, the antenna band is made out of recycled i forget recycled I think it was bottles. What, what it is that's recycled in bottles. Like that. Yeah, um, but it sounds like Microsoft have gone one up on them with, with this mouse. Yeah, they're just going and like scooping, just fishing stuff out of the sea to make products <laughs> with, so that's cool. Amazing. Well, we'll, um, we'll catch up on that next week, definitely. I'll, I promise I'll try and watch as much of it as I can. And uh, that's it really, Rob. I'm going to let you get off and order your iPhone 13 Pro. Uh, well, I mean, I would, but like... There's, there's a month lead time on them now, isn't there? <laughs> no so I'll, I'll sleep on it. Okay. I'll see how I feel in the morning, and I might have to uh, scoot down to my local Apple store. Okay, I'll, I'll wait for the update in that case. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Rob. I'll see ya. <laughs>